It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world while simultaneously caring for their people. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. P-Link Leadership believes in a world where positive leadership is the norm and individuals and the organizations they power are a force for positive change. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, co-founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you your 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Good morning, this is Alexis Robin on the Bright Side, and today we are talking about the power of patience. So last night I was lying in bed with my daughter and I asked her if she had any ideas for today's podcast, as sometimes I do. I'm, I'm often tapping the family for ideas and inspiration. And she paused thoughtfully and said, what about patience, mom? And I probed a little deeper and I said, what do you mean by that? And she said, you know, like when you're standing in line at the grocery store, or you're waiting for a slow driver or dealing with someone's grumpy attitude, like how to be better at it and why it matters. Hmm. So pretty wise words from a tech native, almost 13 year old. So I did what I often do. I slept on it and let my brain do a little, uh, connecting of neural pathways while I slept. And then this morning I did some research and the funny thing is what I came up with on the research were a couple of insightful articles about teaching children's children and grown children, adult children in college and high school, uh, patience and learning. So Harvard Business Review wrote about teaching students the value of deceleration and immersive attention, making the point that access to knowledge is not equal to learning. So this was perfect on the heels of last week's show where we talked about how to do more with less time. And it made me think about how often when we're impatient while driving or standing in line that we we oftentimes make an immediate judgment about the situation. But access to the situation, the slow driver, the long line, the slow restaurant service doesn't always allow us to truly know what's going on. And so we have to slow down and observe what's happening for a while to begin to fully understand a situation. And the same thing when we're learning, when we are reading a book summary that, you know, I love these short book summaries. I think they're so great um, to get these salient points. But over time, when we go in and when I find a great one, I'll buy the entire book and I'll listen or I'll read the entire book. And it's that time that allows us to truly process and make connections in our brain and think about the ideas and the concepts and and compare them and contrast them to other things that we've learned in the past that really open up the knowledge um, beyond just the access to the information. So um, the other poignant piece of this whole thing is my own daughter's math journey. So she's been working really hard on math for years, and after five years um, at her old school, they did these principles math facts timed tests, and it was like a hundred math facts, you know, plus minus multiplication. Um, division that they had to do in like seven minutes or less. And then every year it was like a minute less and you still had to do a hundred problems. And she just developed a massive resistance to math because the, the whole timed issue just freaked her out. And so, um, and it's such a bummer 
because she's actually quite good at understanding the concepts. Um, but even now in seventh grade, and now we, we've moved to a school that is far more um, forward thinking in the way that they teach and they learn. Um, but every week there's a new number of math modules to achieve each week and a rush to finish math before dinner because, you know, we want her to get to bed on time and she still has to take a shower and and so I was talking to her math teacher about it last week, and she said she's actually very methodical, and she's very thoughtful when she does math. And some people are fast math thinkers, and other people are slow math thinkers, and one is not smarter than the other. It's just a different way to approach it. And so um, so she's quite good at it, but anytime she feels rushed, she doesn't enjoy the process, which has made this association with math um, not so great. And so... Um, you can bet we'll be talking about those articles about deceleration of um, and slowing down learning to really understand and unlock the potential. And so um, I just, I found that to be so fascinating how all of these things come together. I love life that way, how it just shows up with exactly what you need at the right time. So to answer her questions, why does patience matter and how do we get better at it? Um, a couple things in terms of the why for me is that in everyday life, it allows us, and this is the dictionary version, this is the uh, definition, uh, patience allows us the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. So what I read as the why of that, let me say it again, uh, patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. What I interpret that to mean for me is that's less suffering in our lives. So um, that's the big why. If we're able to tolerate you know, delay, if we're able to tolerate trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset, then that means that we get to live more of our life without being angry or upset. Um, sounds pretty good to me. So also, based on what we know from the above um, articles in, in Harvard Business Review and some others, is that access is not equal to learning. And so another why is to avoid jumping to a conclusion before we fully understand a situation. So I don't know if you've ever been in this situation. I certainly have, where I have jumped to a negative conclusion about something, made a judgment, only to find out after gathering more information or a little time went by that I was actually really wrong and, uh, it, and had jumped to the complete wrong conclusion. And so, um, so just avoiding that situation and, and feeling bad about jumping to a conclusion about something or, or embarrassing yourself worse by speaking about it and then finding out that something else is, is wrong is a really big why to developing patience. So how can we practice it? You know, what do we need to do so we can get better at it? Because, you know, if you're like me, it's not always easy to be super patient, especially with kids or with, um, you know, with people who maybe don't share our values or when we're in a hurry or we're feeling stressed, you know, th this is hard. So, um, so the first thing to do to practice that I would suggest 
is to notice when you're getting impatient. So really any change in behavior has to, you have to be able to notice it actually happening um, and notice your triggers before you're able to change the behavior. Otherwise it happens oftentimes without your conscious knowing, and then you can't change it because you don't actually realize it's happening until it's already happened. So practice noticing when you get impatient, ask yourself, what's at risk for me? Why, you know, why am I impatient right now? Um, ask yourself, why, why am I getting so upset? And then notice if it's situational or if it's happening often. So is this something that's like, you know what? I only ever get upset when I'm driving or I only ever get impatient when I'm at the grocery store during tourist season. Um, just notice that about yourself and see, or is it happening all the time? Is it everywhere? Is it pervasive in your life? And notice that and see if you can't just figure out why. Second idea for practicing building up your patience is when you feel the impatience coming on, take a deep breath or three and act, you know, taking those three deep breaths activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest. It, it tells your body you're safe. And so you can avoid getting hijacked by your amygdala, which is the fear center of the brain. And after those three deep breaths, ask yourself, what don't I know about this situation? And then that'll give your mind something to do versus getting impatient. You'll be thinking about what you don't know about the situation. And then ask yourself, what's the most generous assumption I could make about what's happening? Um, you can also go on to consider, is there a chance that this slowdown is happening to put me in a safer place or to open up a moment of synchronicity in my life? Oftentimes, if I'm driving and I get behind somebody who's driving really slow and it's like, oh, come on, I just imagine that that person was put there to somehow slow down traffic so that I didn't end up in a spot that potentially would cause um, some kind of damage to my car or some a speeding ticket or something, you know, some negative outcome. So, um, so those are all ways to kind of play with it in your mind. Um, and then another idea is to have a better at plan. So this is, I can't stand waiting with nothing to do. I, I feel like I have this like real hang up if I'm wasting time. And so I know that about myself. So I have a series of things on a list that I do when I'm forced to wait when I didn't plan on it. And that keeps me feeling productive. And then that soothes me. It keeps me patient. So some of the things on my list are to listen to a short podcast. So I'm always carrying earbuds just in case um, I need to plug in my phone and listen. Um, listen to a book summary or a few minutes of the full audiobook I'm listening to. Currently, it's The Awakened Family on iBooks. Um, fantastic, fantastic read if you're a parent. Um, challenging, for sure, um, but definitely interesting. Um, sometimes I'll just play a little solitaire. It's my guilty pleasure, which, by the way, solitaire is uh, the name for solitaire in Britain is uh, patience. So I guess that's a good, a good one. Um, sometimes I'll text my mom or a good friend or send a love note to my husband. Like I just have a minute. And so I'll try and do something nice or kind for somebody else. Send a little love note. Um, I make a list of things that are on my mind. I do a mind sweep of things that need to be taken care of in my notes app on my phone. Or if I'm home and I'm waiting like online for a for one of the utility companies to answer or something, I'll do a few yoga poses um, if I'm alone, not in public generally. Um, or I'll jot down, jot down notes for next week's podcast. So I just, I have all these things that I can do that I can look through and go, oh yeah, I'll do that. Um, and that way I feel like I'm getting something for my waiting time. 
And then when you have these ideas available to you, it becomes just easier to soothe yourself and improve your tolerance. Um, and then the last thing is to practice compassion. So imagine that that annoying person is the most adventurous version of themselves as a child. So, um, just imagine what were they like at eight years old, running through the forest, you know, playing um, some kind of, kind of adventure game, which will allow you to soften your view. Um, imagine that you somebody showed up to teach you something, right? What could this be showing up to teach me right now? And you can also imagine that your patience to them is the gift that they need to make it through the day. Right. So there's that great quote, you know, everybody's suffering something and that we don't know about. So, you know, be kind, be patient. Um, just imagine you might be the one person that that little bit of patience you give them, like really helps them navigate the rest of a tough day. So patience is a gift and it's a virtue and practicing it will help you reduce suffering in your life. And it might even help you to see a nuance or learn something that wasn't available for you before you slowed down. So thanks for listening this week. We look forward to seeing you next week. Same time, same place on the bright side. We're sponsored by P-Link Leadership. Come visit us at plinkleadership.com. If you check out the library page, there's a bunch of free resources and inspirational and beautiful things for you to download there. Have a wonderful week, everybody.